Hello. Welcome to my workshop. I'm your host, Alej Balcar, and you're listening to the first episode of a series that is dedicated to people engagement, effective communication, learning experiences, and event design. And actually also some other related topics that I consider to be the nuts and bolts of good leadership. Whatever I'm about to share with you is based on my actual work and customer feedback. And you're very welcome to try it at home or at work. And there's no need to actually consult a medical professional beforehand. Just go for it. Today, I want to talk about why do we fail to engage? And uh, it's a big, big topic. So um, I'm actually splitting it into multiple parts. So this is part one uh, of uh, intended five parts related to the same theme. So. What is the number one reason we fail to engage? Um, I believe the first and most important reason is uh, that uh, we often treat engagement as a mean to an end, rather than considering it to be an end by itself. So you can start by asking yourself, why do you want your peers, your reports, your organizations to be engaged and we can go actually beyond uh, the workplace you can ask yourself why do you want people around you to be engaged why do you want them to uh, have a good experience and uh, especially for businesses uh, it's often true that we look at engagement as uh, something that will help uh, to uh, make people more productive it will help uh, employee retention it will help uh, to uh, curb the uh, regretted attrition or undesired talent movement. And in general, it will make more money. And uh, we tend to look at engagement through this lens. As uh, private individuals, more often than not, we engage with people because we want something of them. We want something from them. We want them to serve us, to uh, help us. Uh, kind of further our own mission. Uh, that might be a simple interaction you might have with uh, a service professional in a bakery, for example. You're there because you want uh, a fresh roll or a croissant or whatever it is, uh, and uh, you don't really care about them as people. Mm, but uh, this approach uh, is uh, fairly ineffective. And uh, I want to mention why. The easiest and most intuitive way to understand why such an approach is ineffective is a simple introspection. In your heart of hearts, if you uh, look into interactions you have with people uh, who are engaging you only as a mean, only because they want something from you, how does it make you feel? How engaged are you long term? How much are you really willing and wanting to, to help them. Best case scenario, this is a purely utilitarian exchange and you only help them uh, as much as you can see some benefit for you. So, you know, you might be paid for doing that or you might hoping uh, that you're gonna get uh, some support or some boost later in the game. And uh, the worst case scenario, you don't give a damn. You're just going to diss them because you see how 
uh, insincere their approach is. But there's actually more to it than just the fact that uh, this approach doesn't work. Um, I'm actually borrowing uh, this, this phrase related to means and ends from uh, an 18th century philosopher, Immanuel Kant, uh, who asked people, ask us, to treat humanity whenever in your own person or in that of another, at all times also as an end and not only as a mean. Kind of clunky quote, right? But uh, uh, bottom line is, Immanuel Kant considered uh, such an approach to be immoral, not just ineffective. So as a moral human beings, we want to engage people genuinely and uh, we want to treat them as uh, independent human beings with their own mission, their own ends they are pursuing not just as someone who can serve us. So bottom line, if you want the people around you, if you want your teams to be more engaged, you need to genuinely care about them being engaged. You need to genuinely care about them as human beings rather than just ticking the box of engagement, uh, trying to get to something else. That, of course, doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep an eye on, uh, uh, on the KPI, on the matrices related to uh, attrition, uh, employee retention, uh, unplanned absence, or uh, you know, other KPIs that are relevant for you in your role. And in, and it, in your private interactions, of course, uh, that means that if you go to that bakery and you talk to the baker, you still want to get your croissant you paid for. Uh, it's not just keeping uh, the baker happy. So you want it both, but you want to start from the place where you genuinely care about engagement. In my work with uh, customers and stakeholders, I've seen both approaches. I've seen leaders who genuinely care about the best possible experience for uh, their teams, making sure that uh, the events they were preparing, uh, be it all hands meeting conferences or uh, other team events, are as engaging as possible. And I've also seen leaders who basically wanted to tick a box. Uh, they, they wanted to get it done. They wanted to get it done because they were told uh, that they have to, and that was the end of it. And uh, the participant feedback data definitely show uh, the difference uh, after the fact, after the event was executed. So maybe you say, well, Alesh, you know, that's all, that's all nice, but uh, how do I do it? How do I genuinely care uh, in situations when I'm maybe overwhelmed, maybe there's too much on my plate, maybe I don't really care about everyone. Can, can I really care about everybody? Or you might think there's a special kind of people, like born leaders, who genuinely care about others. And then there's the rest of us who care sometimes and sometimes we just don't. You can also say, uh, if you are in a position of, uh, of a report of a manager who's just not caring, you can say, yeah, Alesh, you know, this doesn't work. My manager is an outright psychopath and he doesn't care about anybody. And I agree that uh, the, the quality of, of caring, quality of uh, engaging people naturally is uh, uh, something that uh, is present for some people more than for others. But uh, as with any other skill as with any other behavior, it can be curated, you can practice, you can actually 
upskill yourself in engage people more. And uh, it's mostly about uh, the way you approach them. And luckily for us, there is not one perfect approach that uh, you have to use. You can choose what works best for you. So as earlier today, I would invite you to start with introspection. Think about people that you really care about, that you really want to be engaged. Usually this is going to be your close family, it might be your relatives, it might be your close friends. Why do you care about those people? Where is this genuine care coming from? You got it? Well, if you do, try to sit with it a little while, do some soul searching and check if you can use the same approach, the same emotion when you're engaging who you would consider strangers, peers, colleagues. Yeah, easier said than done, right? Well, let me offer you three different approach angles to it in case you feel like soul searching is not really helping here. So one approach that you can use to engage with people more is uh, approaching them from the place of being supportive, from the place of helping others. If you're someone who likes to help others, who likes to support people, make life easier for them, think about it that way. Engaging uh, with others in conversation uh, as, uh, as someone who can make their life easier. Uh, that will give you some little dopamine rush, that will give you some internal reward for yourself and it will make you a better uh, communication partner, better leader, potentially better human being. So that's one angle. But if this one doesn't come natural to you, another one would be to approach people from the place of curiosity, through the desire of learning new stuff. I, I do this fairly often when I talk to uh, strangers um, during my uh, commute, uh, during business travel, when I talk to, to uh, cabbies, the taxi drivers, I'm genuinely curious about how their life is, what their profession is about in different cities. And uh, through learning new stuff, it keeps me engaged and it's genuinely keeping engaged also uh, the other person. Well, and if none of the two sounds close to you, comes natural to you, you can try the third approach. You can approach uh, people from the desire to improve, to raise the bar, as, uh, uh, as they say in Amazon. Uh, you can be encouraging, you can cheer people up, you can genuinely try to up their performance, but not for you, for their own sake. To make this a little bit more memorable, like easier to recall, think about it uh, mm, as uh, different types of energies through which you are approaching the other person or your team. It could be the motherly energy, the energy of love, the desire to support, to help. It could be the fatherly energy, you know, the father encouraging 
uh, their child to improve, to raise the bar, to be better. Or you can approach it as a child, a curious child who is trying to learn something new from the interaction. And you can actually play with those roles. You can decide for yourself before each interaction, before each event you're planning for your team, before each email you send. How are you approaching this specific interaction? Are you approaching it as a mother, as a father, as a child, with curiosity, with support, with love? It's your choice. Start practicing from the place that feels most like you, that's most accessible to you, and then expand and try the other roles, try, try the other approaches. Do not try to convince people you genuinely care for them. You need to genuinely care first and they will be convinced. So to sum it all up today, we talked about the need to treat people as ends of their own rather than just means uh, to reaching our own goals. We need to genuinely care about keeping people engaged and, and the magic will happen. So what you want to do is uh, you want to find your reason to genuinely care about others. The reasons could be different. Maybe for you it's being curious, learning more for yourself. Maybe it is being supportive and your desire to help others. Maybe it's uh, your desire to improve others, to raise the bar, to encourage, cheer people up. That's your choice. So I wish you best of luck practicing. And uh, I shall hear you next time. And when we will continue unpacking the reasons behind why do we fail to engage. And uh, next time we will talk about authenticity. What does it mean uh, when it comes to people engagement? And why as a leader you would want to come across as authentic? And what's the price tag of authenticity? Because it doesn't come free. The episode will be recorded live as a LinkedIn audio on Thursday, April 13. So in less than a week from now. And uh, it will be an open mic session for those of you who want to join me to ask questions or contribute by sharing your own experience. So I hope I'm going to see you there. In the meantime, if you have any questions, comments, uh, or anything related to this content, write me a message on LinkedIn and I will unpack it in one of the next episodes. So that's all from me and from today's workshop session. See you next time. Bye.